We do the professionals every weekday morning at this time, but every day it's someone different with us. Name. John Popham. Location. Huddersfield. Expertise. New technologies. So if you've got a question on technology for John, we're talking computers, tablets, smartphones, that kind of thing, Wi-Fi, broadband, you name it, John can talk about it. Get in touch on 0800 389 3333. You can text 81333, start that message with the word leads, or email richardstead at bbc.co.uk. The Professionals on BBC Radio Leeds. John, good morning. Morning, Richard. I've got a question about dumb phones uh, for you in just a moment, but we're going to go to the telephones and get a question from Denise. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. You're through to John. Thank you. Um, John, I have a niece who is disabled and last week had to move into a nursing home. And uh, they have Wi-Fi, but it doesn't work very well in her room. It's a bit hit and miss. And she connected up her own Wi-Fi that she had at home but when she's rung her service provider, they've said that they um, can't or don't do it in a nursing home. And they've offered to do her 50 megabytes of download uh, data every three days at no extra cost. And I don't really understand whether this is a decent sort of a deal. Should we be trying a different service provider? Could it be a service provider decision and not a, a legal decision or something? Right, OK. Um, this is quite a difficult question to answer without knowing all the circumstances, but uh, the um, it's, it sounds to me like, I mean, that's quite an expensive thing to do. Um, it sounds to me like the best thing to do would be to get some kind of um, what they call Wi-Fi repeaters. And a Wi-Fi repeater, um, you, you could stick that in her room and it would boost the signal from the care home's Wi-Fi. Um, oh, right. That's never been mentioned. Right. Yeah, um, and those cost about thirty, forty pounds. Um, and once you've got that, then she will be connected to the care home's Wi-Fi, and not have any additional costs. So certainly, that's what I would, I would, I recommend you do that, if you can. Thank you very much indeed. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, Denise. Right. Thank you very much for kicking us off with that. Yeah, because fifty megabytes of data every three days. Um, that's not a lot. No, no, not at all. Um, right. Dumb phones, John. I don't know whether you've seen this in the news this week. They're on the rise. This is the uh, people, the the good people railing against the smartphone for the first time in goodness knows how long. The sale of phones that just make phone calls and send texts uh, has gone up. Uh, is this people having enough of being glued to a, a smartphone and always on social media and, and this kind of thing? As a, as a technology man, what do you make of the the, the resurrection of the dumb? Phone? phone well I, I suspect it is people wanting to switch off and not be connected all the time um i think a lot of people find that quite stressful i'm the opposite i if i'm disconnected for any period of time i find that quite stressful um but, but you know a lot of people don't you know they don't want their employers chasing them they don't want their um social media pinging at them all the time so quite a few people i think are now going for the dumb phones but also i think it's also people there are a lot of people who've never had a smartphone who um, you know, have finally been persuaded that they need some kind of phone and either can't cope with the smartphone because it's too complicated for them or, or don't um, see any need for all those additional functions. So um, I think there's a variety of reasons for, for their rise. But um, And also I think there are some people who like to buy them as a second device so that you know, they have their smartphone some of the time and, and use a dumb phone the other time. So there's a whole, whole range of reasons for it, really. 
I also think that perhaps, and may, maybe this criticism is is not as strong as it once was, of all the things smartphones can do, being a telephone isn't actually top of the list. They're not great phones, some of them, are they? No, exactly. Uh, which is why I'm talking to you on not the normal phone line. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there was a survey that came out. It's quite a while ago now, so it's probably changed even more. I think it was about three years ago a survey came out that said that phone calls were the fifth most popular activity on a smartphone. Um, I suspect it's gone down even further since then. So, yeah, I mean, smartphones, they're pocket computers, basically. People don't generally tend to use them for making phone calls. And as you say, um, there's so much else crammed into a smartphone that the actual calling bit tends not to be very good. Good morning to Martin, who says, uh, uh, we've recently had my grandson to stay in the summer holidays. He has an Apple device that connects his iPhone to a, a bracelet watch type thing. I'm reading exactly what Martin has put here around his wrist and seems to be able to get all sorts of information. And he tells me he can even pay for things on this what is it? And could your technology expert tell me a little bit more? I think I might have seen these, but I don't know a lot about them. Um, well, it sounds like an Apple Watch, uh, which is basically like a mini smartphone that you wear as a wristwatch. You know, it tells the time, but it also does all sorts of other things like getting texts. And I think you can make phone calls on them. Um, you know, it, it's basically a smartphone with a very small screen that attaches to your watch. Um and I think in most cases, you actually have to have a phone as well. It doesn't work unless it's um, um, connected to a phone that's in your pocket. So in, in most respects, the, the, you know, the easiest thing for it is it stops you having to take your phone out all the time to have a look at it. You can just look at the screen on the watch and, and know whether or not it's something you need to respond to by taking your phone out. But uh, yeah, So that's an Apple Watch. I mean, there are other versions as well that um, other phone manufacturers put out. But yeah, basically, it's a mini smartphone on your, on your wrist. Deborah says, can you get a keyboard for a tablet? Uh, yes, you can. Um, the, the, the easiest thing to do is to look for Bluetooth keyboards. Um, so uh, the Bluetooth is a wireless connection system in your tablet, and, and you can get a keyboard that will attach uh, to your tablet, it will connect to your tablet via Bluetooth wirelessly so you don't have to have any wires. Um, yeah, they're, they're not very expensive. Um, you can get them for... Um, well, I got I got a whole job lot of them for fifty p each a few weeks ago at a market store, but uh, you might not be quite that lucky. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they don't cost huge. You know, you probably get them for ten pounds, twenty pounds. Uh, so you need to look for a Bluetooth keyboard. Are tablets the way forward in in your opinion, John? My my laptop is. Uh, almost as uh, as old as me now, and it's probably on its way out. It's sort of giving off signals that it's it's about to become defunct. If I decide to, and I don't want to spend a lot of money, John, you know me, uh, I, if I decide to replace that, am I better off looking at a, a tablet or, or getting another laptop? I think it entirely depends on what you use it for. Um, for most people, I think a tablet is better these days than a laptop. If you're someone who just does a few emails, maybe write a few documents, um, watch a few videos, that kind of stuff, then a, a tablet is great. Um, if you're the sort of person who um, does a lot of processing, you know, who does coding, who does um, makes videos like I do, all those kind of things, then you probably do still need a laptop because um, you need that kind of power. But the thing of these days is there are lots of 
um, hybrid devices, which are tablets and laptops. So, like, you know, they, they, they come with a keyboard attached to them, and you can detach the screen bit from the keyboard, and it becomes a tablet. So, you know, really, you know, if, that is the best of both worlds, really. So, if you're not doing a lot with it, then yeah, definitely a tablet. I think tablets are definitely the way forward. But if you need a bit more power, then I'd say get one of those um, detachable devices where you can detach the screen and it becomes a tablet in itself. Good morning to Shaggy, who says, I've recently changed our internet speed from 200 megabytes to 350 megabytes. How do you know that the company are actually giving you 350 and not 200, but charging you the price for 350? I've done a speed test and it's not much faster. Okay, there could be a whole variety of reasons. Firstly, if anybody's listening here who's uh, technical, they will shout at me if I don't correct you because it's megabits is the speed. Megabytes is the storage on your machine. Megabits is the speed that comes down the line. Um, But having said that... um, the best way to test your speed is you need to test it um, with a device that is plugged in via a wire to the router because you very rarely get the full speed over Wi-Fi. So that's why you might be getting slower speeds if you're testing it um, if you're using Wi-Fi. You need to get a cable, plug it into the router at one end and your laptop device, you know, most tablets won't let you do that, but you can if you've got a laptop, plug your cable into the laptop and then measure your speed because that's the way. that's the only way you'll measure the exact speed you're getting. And are you sort of seeing now more and more deals for megabits as far as getting more and therefore getting your internet speed up becoming available? Well, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of investment has gone into the network, so the speeds are going up. And in my, in, in my opinion, the speeds are still not as high as they should be. But, uh, you know, I, I, the government has put quite a lot of investment into um, laying fibre cables. Um, in my opinion, they should be laying fibre cables to people's houses, not just to those green boxes on the street. But at the moment, it's mainly to the green boxes on the street, which has increased the speeds quite significantly. And so, you know, you should be able to get um, deals these days which increase your speed. John, thanks for talking to us this morning. John Popham, our new technologies professional. The Professionals on BBC Radio Lee.